2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today, we're going to talk about the River of Doubt. And, but before we do, let me remind everyone that we are a uh, comedy podcast. We use that term loosely, of course, Loose- Colonel.
1: Generously. Yeah, generously. Generously.
2: Uh, so we do sometimes use adult language and sometimes,
1: that, well, would Timmy do now we take a bullet and say, we,
2: right. But it's not you or I,
1: right. But we, we spread the blame.
2: Um, well, you know, it's the least we can do for our friend, you know, to put her, we don't want to put her on the spot, but Brandy has, um, she can be quite uh, use quite aggressive humor, wouldn't you say? There, yeah. well,
1: she's got an impulse control problem, Timmy. Um, well, I don't she, know has that ever been diagnosed with, in you, Devil? But um, I don't want to get into HIPAA stuff. But yeah, it's we we say we, but when Timmy and I are talking, you you're generally safe. But if you're at work, when the devil starts talking, you might want to turn your volume down.
2: Yeah, or if you have small kids or. Impressionable.
3: I mean, we can't even get through to the introduction. Can't even get through to the introduction. So if um, two of you blathering, uh,
2: adult language offends you, then what should they do, uh, Colonel?
1: Well, just get the fuck out of here.
2: Well, turn the motherfucker off right now. That's good advice, wouldn't you say, so, Brandy? Maybe There's even plenty if, of other you know, podcasts
1: on here, and
2: yeah, maybe even if you're not offended, turn it off.
1: Get the fuck out of here anyway.
2: Yeah, because we're probably gonna we're probably gonna waste oh about an hour of your life. Uh, yeah. but we're willing to do that if uh, if that's what you want. Well, right. Let me introduce. Okay. Let's. Our panel, on. shall I? I wish. I wish a motherfucker would. I would like to introduce a lady who is, uh, she, she didn't finish, she didn't finish, I, finishing I don't mean school. to
1: interrupt, Timmy, mm-hmm. I don't mean to interrupt, but like we say, a comedy what, podcast,
2: what?
3: we mm-hmm.
1: use that term generously, well, lady, we uh, we, <laughs> we oh, yeah. use that term quite generously in describing Brandy.
3: Okay, we all get it, we all get it, you both are pretty, settle down. We please. would like, uh, on, let me
2: introduce go. a lady. You know, I know Brandy, you're in mourning because of uh we lost the uh Betty White.
3: I am in fucking mourning, mourning bullshit. I'm uh, sitting shiva.
2: The lady who's known All well, the mirrors are covered. She's been called uh, Brandy the Benevolent. Can you believe that, uh, Colonel? Um,
1: yeah, I can believe that because her her followers are kind of brainwashed to me, but Nothing surprises me
2: coming from them. Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all?
3: Well, Timmy, are you excited to talk? Are you excited
2: to talk about Teddy Roosevelt, in a couple of weeks?
3: I'm excited to talk about Kermit. He seems to be. I know. He's the best. Name. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt so I looked it up.
2: That. I I so wanted the. Um, the frog, to be named after him? Uh, no. Nah. Because, you know, Teddy no, Bear was, was named it. after Teddy Roosevelt, of course. So I thought if Kermit... Right.
3: You were thinking Kermit the frog... I was frog hoping. Was I, I mean, I thought Kermit maybe Jim Roosevelt. Henson
2: might have been a uh, fan of Teddy. Yeah. But but apparently... He's a fan of, of Teddies. But apparently that's not the case. So I like to dispel that rumor right now, Brennan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, what else have you been doing? Everything,
3: you know, work's been crazy, and, and just trying to, you know, it's been it's been crappy up here, like just really dingy and gray. Well, it's January. Rainy. realize that? So, you know. Well, I know, I know, but it, it's uh, it's sometimes. sunny in January sometimes. But uh, I mean, Hell's Bells. It was sixty. Yeah.
2: what a week ago. Yeah, it's in crazy weather.
3: I mean, so yeah, and just you know, we just stay in. How is young Noah? Try not to people. Is you he still he on was, his? Uh, no, he's amazing. Pro mask. He's campaign. Mm-hmm. His crusade. Um. Yes and no He cares less now because he's had his first shot Um. And he has actually Reached a point where Even if I want to take him with me He doesn't want to go Because people are just well, like, ridiculous He's a wise young man so, so we Well And he also you know Gets exposed to my parents Every week and all that kind of stuff So I mean we try and keep him sort of Sort of reined in, but yeah. So he's good, and you know, dogs. Did good, you have a nice holiday? We had a lovely holiday. We really did. It was um, it was nice. It was very quiet, and you know, we got I got some
2: nice stuff.
3: So it's it's good. It's all good. Well, it's um, rocking
2: and rolling here, too. Colonel, do you think that's enough brandy time? I, I tried to. I tried. I to. think we've
1: given a generous I portion do. of brandy time today.
2: Because you know, one of the complaints yeah. that we usually get in our reviews is that we spend yeah, too much too, brandy too time. Too much yeah. brandy time. So.
1: Yeah. More Colonel time, not enough brandy time.
2: Let me introduce yeah. Brandy, a man who uh, we turn to, many turn to in these these troubled times. He's been called an oasis no in the desert of despair.
1: Oasis, oasis. By no, no one.
2: He has. Nope. Uh, you know these. Nope. We are living in these very difficult times uh, of the pandemic, and sometimes people don't know where who to turn to. But he's a beacon. I would say. Wouldn't you say that, Brandy? That he's a beacon.
3: Uh, he is.
2: He's a best-selling author, uh, uh, Colonel. I was just reading your chapter on uh, the dead vagina syndrome. Brandy, are you aware of this? Mm-hmm. That there's something called a dead uh, vagina syndrome, where
1: <clears throat> it, it poses a great danger to women. To me, and, and they don't often. It's what well, my vagina does every time Here's we talk. the thing, and, and you've probably encountered this devil because there's, you know, we we've discussed in depth the decaying vagina syndrome, but this is the dead vagina syndrome, and it's, it's a little bit different. When l- ladies are often, often ladies like to, well, as we call, ring the devil's doorbell.
2: Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. They uh, um, women women yeah. are known oh to uh, masturbate. Just want to throw yeah. that often.
1: Out there. And if you do it too often oh my god. you can kill the sensation in the in the vaginal regions there. And if this if is, this ring
2: if you ring the doorbell too much, uh no one's gonna You come. break it. Yeah, you break it. No one's <laughs> yeah,
1: gonna answer. Yeah. One last bell to answer. Oh
2: so my god.
1: That's no, it's a true thing, devil. No nope. dead vagina syndrome. And I'm trying to protect it's, what Yeah, works. it is uh,
2: Google. It, it's um, a it's a true thing. And
3: it, first, wait all, till you get at no work and then on Google, Google it. Second, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that's about enough. Of yeah, that. Well, you don't. No, I mean, yeah, you well, I
2: mean, can move on. This is a you know Roosevelt. a lot of women suffer from
3: from this. It's not they don't uh, well, y i it's not I see
1: my, my my fear is and the reason I bring this up beforehand is that uh uh you know ladies will listen to the show sometimes and um you know, hear to me and Timmy talk and sometimes get a little
2: excited. You know, worked
1: up. A little worked up. And, no, it, and it shrivels were, uh, up.
3: When it shrivels up, you know, yeah, yeah, shrivel. Uh-huh.
2: You know, and... vaginas. I'm, I'm reading here on uh, on no. the World Wide Web. I don't want. I don't. I don't understand. Well, I'm reading why here... we're
3: not talking about Teddy Roosevelt. I want to talk well, about.
1: Well, you know, we Kermit. do have. We do have a Teddy frog. This is a public service announcement.
2: Yeah, well it Which, is because what hap- what happens, no, Brandy? It's is a bullshit that service it's, announcement. It's usually women would you say most of the no, women are using vibrators it that uh, have this problem Colonel, or is it just uh,
1: Often it's it, often vibrators are the heart oh of the problem. Oh god. It, it's it, it you know, it bounces back and forth along the uh tingly parts, Timmy.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And you, when you have one tingly part and you got another what? thing that's amplifying the tinglyness Absolutely fucking not. Oh well, my God. it's like your, your vagina has a nervous breakdown. It's had too much stimulation. <laughs> and to protect itself, oh my God. it goes need into- need uh, uh,
2: vagi- uh, vaginal Xanax.
1: Re- Rejuvenation, so yeah, it goes
2: into hibernation. Well, it'll
1: yeah, it'll shut itself down, much like a bear in the yeah. wintertime.
3: I had a wait a minute, hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight. Well, shut I'm, I'm on a Mayo Clinic website Rosebell. here, Brandy. Okay,
2: and it and it says it can oh, be good, caused by Clinic. perfect chronic
3: stress. I'm going to send them your name.
2: Uh, drink drinking too much alcohol and smoking. <sighs> that that. All those things can, c- combined can lead to the dead vagina syndrome. Yeah. Now,
3: well, or the, I, or this conversation could. I've run into
2: it. this. I've ran into this before, Colonel. I don't know. I, so there's that.
1: You never well, have. Well,
2: that's absolutely Well, and Timmy,
1: as you know, in fairness, is and thing. I don't want to cast aspersions or point fingers, but as uh, the Mickey Mantle of cunnilingus. You may have inadvertently caused oh dead vaginas. I would
2: hate to think that, Colonel. I really would. I I I would like to think oh. I I, bring, I brought pleasure. See I use that past tense, Brandy, because now I'm a, I'm engaged. But
1: He's but, an honest man now.
2: Well she so does but what, I'm saying, no is, is what, what saying? I'm
3: saying. Is that what you're saying? What I'm
2: saying is that I would never never intentionally um, uh, uh cause a woman to have uh, dead vagina syndrome because it's a serious, serious condition.
3: Well, I've told you three times that talking to you all is. Well, let me introduce you our. Keep uh, talking. Well, sometimes you
1: got to give the vagina mouth to mouth to me to resuscitate <laughs> it. it.
2: You do, you do. Sometimes it has to be oh, put on God. a ventilator,
1: it? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it needs life. You support. have to
2: hook it right up there, just like oh, vacu- like a vacuum cleaner. No. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely not. Well, you, no. you keep it on low, That's of course. To but I mean, about. stop it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, absolutely the, not.
2: A uh, man who is known. Nope. Uh, well, I don't know what he's known for, but he's a best-selling. He, 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 he's a best-selling author. No, Randy. Yeah,
3: nothing. Nothing.
2: The very wise, uh, a very wise man. Uh, he has a he has a uh, following. Uh, he gets tons and tons. Oh, my Colonel, do you still God. get uh, uh. people sliding into your inbox, uh, hoping oh, to shit. pry you away from Mrs. Colonel? <laughs>
1: Well, Timmy, primarily what I get in my inboxes is, is people with troubled lives asking uh-huh. for advice. Um, Nigerian princes asking for money, um, uh, things like that.
2: I see. I That's see.
1: what I get primarily.
2: The very uh, honorable, the Reverend, the Colonel Charles <laughs> Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel?
1: Well, i I'm, I'm not good, Timmy. Oh. I'm not good.
2: What's wrong, Colonel? I'm birding yourself. Well, there, it
1: seems over this uh, over this holiday season, my house has become a uh, basically a hobo stop, Well, basically a stop for hobo dogs, Timmy. Hobo dogs. So, or just, yeah, or just regular, regular hobo's, hobos and, their and their dogs. So
2: you uh, you've added to your collection, is what I what I'm understanding here. Yeah, well, you have, have Bo a new... and Rudy.
1: And now I have Red, Timmy. Really? Now I have Red. Now, Red is supposed to be here temporarily, and I will have my followers, or our listeners follow this uh, this saga um, week by saga. week, because we picked up Red. Red is Bo's biological father.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And uh, his owners ran into some personal issues.
2: And so so you're we adopting. took Bo, we you're took adopting. red.
1: I see. Well, we're supposed to be just letting. You know how it is when a relative comes to stay with you for just a bit,
2: right? Red no, I, I actually to don't. Be here but, for okay. a few
1: days. No, you wouldn't to me because you have healthy boundaries. Well, uh, I don't. But <laughs> I
2: don't talk to my relatives <laughs> for the most part.
3: Well, that's
1: true.
2: <laughs> Are
3: they healthy? Okay, he's got boundaries. Really? I'm not is that saying we're healthy, with?
2: but.
1: Uh, so now I got another dog in oh here, my and God. and you know over Christmas, of course, I had all my boys here, and and they like to, uh, they they like to remind me that I'm not as young as I used to be, Timmy. I mean that seems, yeah. I thought I so did that every day for them. and now I got a dog that uh, okay, and I thought you know finally I maybe I'll turn this dog into mine because the other two are just big mama's boys and. Well, no. There's three dogs following her around. She's like the pie popper of dogs in there. None of... You're not the uh, favorite no. of any of your boys.
3: Like, none of your boys like you. They would all not piss on you if you were on fire, well, if they uh, could go stay with their mom.
1: That's pretty extreme, but... I love uh, all of that. Well, Taylor asked am me, I wrong? because, you know, Red being Bo's biological father... He said, "Well, how does uh, how does Bo, how does Red react around Bo? You know, being his father." And I said, "You know what? How he acts, like most fathers, Tally, profoundly disappointed." <laughs> so, well, uh, Colonel, found... I'm
2: concerned because I've seen the pictures of of Red. He doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Bo doesn't really look like Red. Have you done DNA, Have you done DNA testing? Well,
1: they they probably, <laughs> they probably do. There's more a more. there's a story there, and I'm not really sure what it is. But uh, he probably had a little bit got, too
2: much to drink one night.
1: Well, red is a kind of a strange coppery color, and Bo has that exact same coloring, but he's got his mama's body, so I'm not really sure. I I I don't know how genetics works really, Timmy. Um. um you know, I know. Well, isn't, isn't Red
2: <clears throat> missing an ear?
1: He does. He's missing an entire ear, Timmy. Red. I, can we this delve into Ancestry.com you know,
3: probably not and a bad thing no, I this? I only have one ear. Jesus Christ. It's like a. Because if you have a, only one ear, you only, you only on. hear
2: half the things that are oh, being for said. And that's probably a good thing.
1: It probably is.
2: Yeah. But the problem is he only if you, needs one uh, you have nowhere to put, you know, like if you have, you wear glasses, you have to wear a monocle. Right.
1: Red can't wear glasses, I'm going to have to get him contacts.
2: Or you could get him like a little. And that's expensive uh, for dogs. You can get him like, uh, what's those things? Goggles?
1: Well, a monocle. I could get him a monocle, Timmy.
3: Oh, a monocle. Two monocles. Yeah. Would those be. Love is hard. He only needs one yeah, earring. That's true. He only needs one <laughs> earring.
1: If you had two monocles, what would the, what would you call them?
3: Glasses? Duoocles. Duoocles. Timmy's glasses. No, Timmy has two oh, monocles. No, I don't anymore. I don't in the use
1: <clears throat> You lost those?
2: No, I still have them, but you lost I, them? I don't use them because I don't leave my house, so I don't, you know. Oh, I don't okay, have to wear... so
1: you don't need them. To...
2: Well, no, I don't have to worry about losing oh, so you don't have to read anything. I never leave my uh home. So, I know there nice. if I lose my glasses, I Perfect. know they're in my condo because I don't go anywhere. So I So, you all know, I shut-ins. I I don't I I wouldn't call it shut-ins because I, I I embrace it and shut-in has such a negative connotation to it.
3: You know what? We're all going to end up, this whole podcast is going to end up being some <laughs> version of Grey Gardens. this yeah. weekend. Speaking of which, we,
2: we, are com- we are coming up on our seventh anniversary. Can we get to the podcast? So Seven we would years. like to thank all of our wonderful listeners, followers who have supported us over the years. Uh, you
1: know what, devil? I've got a seven-year yes. itch, and I'm scratching it right huh? now. Right now. Aren't you glad that we're not on Zoom? Thank you. Though. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be tubing it, over here. I'm always, you know, I don't, know, I don't get
2: the whole thing with FaceTime and Zoom. Who do, you, why do you need to? If you're talking to someone, why do you need to see them? I never, I don't get it. Can you explain that to me, Brandy? Uh, explain it to me like I'm a five year old.
1: Well,
3: so sometimes people wanted to look at the people. Because sometimes
1: they, they show you their boobies. To.
3: And sometimes when, sometimes they do, but sometimes you also get people who've had a new baby and they have to show The baby's always grandparents ugly. first get to see them. So, so.
2: Have you ever shown are? your they boobies, like uh, Charles? But. On Zoom. no, well,
1: I, I haven't been asked to show them. Um. But, you know, that's the thing I don't like. But that's why he, I don't, that's why I typically don't has. Zoom a FaceTime, Timmy, because, you know, I'll be talking to our listeners or whoever that wants FaceTime me about, mm-hmm. you know, their problem and trying to get them, you know, through life, life coaching them basically, Timmy. And the next thing I know, they're shirtless. They're shirtless. Fucking and they're, and hell. And their Tommyknockers are just bobbling about all over that's... the place. And now it's become awkward.
3: He took his shirt off one time at a work teams meeting because he thought we were all gone. Uh, don't let him lie. We've seen his boobies. We can, can but we I just have, have one other Kermit
2: question yet. about that, Colonel. Um, and I forgot what it was. But the point being uh, we, oh, uh, FaceTime is, is overrated, in my opinion. I don't There's need to see someone I'm talking to. I can just listen to him.
1: Okay. <laughs> But I have an amazing, imagination.
3: Profound statement. <clears throat> We're going to talk about the river of doubt. is a song please? Billy Joel wrote. Can we talk
1: about that. Are we doing this about you Billy Joel? Didn't he write a song "River of Doubt" or something? Yes, it's all about Billy Joel. In the middle of the night, I, I go walking in, in my sleep.
2: Okay, People like right. it when he sings, uh, Brandy. Our ratings, do, yeah. it, You know, we have uh, we right. have these. Metrics that we have to meet every month. And you can follow. When the colonel starts singing, it spikes. The, the little thing it spikes.
3: Oh. But anyway, we've
2: been here seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah.
3: So. And. I mean, to, uh, in this pod. Wait a minute. This time? In this podcast? Of, or just seven years? I over? know.
2: We have been. Uh, I think we have close to. Yeah. Four hundred. Four hundred. Uh, four hundred episodes, Colonel, something like that. Yeah, four hundred. We never run out of things to say, apparently. But we apparently, but we do appreciate. We are chatty, all, Cassie. we ch- do appreciate all of our listeners, Brandy. I know you don't, but the Colonel and I do. Uh, and we would like to thank them. We should have a moment of silence for them.
3: Okay. No, we've had a lot of moments of not silence that have said nothing. Can we we please can, but uh, seriously, talk about on a serious
2: note, um, <clears throat> like I said, we've been around for seven years. We've had a lot of listeners, and um, a lot of a lot of our listeners have become our friends. Some of them have become our fiancés. Let's never know. But we had um, one of our most um, loyal listeners who was with us uh the whole time. Uh we lost over over the last few months. And that's Jennifer uh Jennifer, Jennifer Siemens, Siemens, yes. Linda and, Middleton's daughter. And uh we just want to um mention that and uh she was a very funny lady. She had a great sense of humor and um, her and her mom, uh Linda was really one of our earliest uh followers yeah they
1: were one of the very very first ones on the on the thing and linda was linda's I'm not old she was she was very far far too or jennifer i'm sorry was far far too young for yeah something she really like that. Was. And she died just suddenly and and it's very tragic it's it's very tragic and yeah. she was a you know, you think back to those days in the beginning when we had forty-five people listening to us, Timmy, and but they were forty-five loyal people, and you know she we're up to uh,
2: we're up over fifty now, Brandy.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. But Linda, we we are thinking about your family. Just we're shattering thinking about your family shattering And those Jennifer's ceilings. family, and yes, you know it makes you makes you realize to me that we're lucky to be here today. Recording yes, not so lucky for our listeners, but lucky for us
2: well uh so uh, let's let's talk about the river of doubt, brandy, would you like that? Well, oh you know you shouldn't been interrupting yeah. us the whole the whole time we've been you on just
1: there. let me get through kernel time without being so right you know, uh, uh, Monopolizing jump the, in uh, yeah, try to monopolize the kernel time. <laughs>
2: You can't even say monopoly. Did, did you ever play the game of life with those little cars?
1: I played monopoly over christmas over christmas with the boys and I crushed them. I defeated them.
2: Did you own I killed them. Uh Park Park Place and Boardwalk.
1: Well, I did, but you know the ones that were really raking in the cash to me as I owned that whole poor side of the board the Virginia and St. Charles and Tennessee, those purple and orange ones Owned that whole side. Then they'd land on me and I wouldn't build up on Park Place and Boardwalk until they were getting around to me and Logan thought he was flush with cash and put all kinds of things on Marvin Gardens and then rolled the dice to me and landed right on my boardwalk with a hotel on it. Oh my God! And he had to start mortgaging things, and all I had to do was wait for him to come around back to my orange ones, and I knew he was done.
2: Well, so yes,
1: I defeated them in
2: Monopoly. The little Monopoly guys has oh a monocle, doesn't he?
1: They have changed all the pieces in Monopoly too. They've changed yes, the pieces. Yes, has a around. monocle. That was the. uh, I was a. Uh, I was a battleship in this one.
2: Oh, yeah, no, but there's battleship. That's, there's always been a battleship, haven't they? In a little car. Yeah, but they
1: did away with the wheelbarrow. That's not there anymore. Yeah. I forgot oh, what man. they put in its place. There's a cat.
2: Uh, I like uh, the little uh, uh, shoe. Is what I always try to get the little shoe.
1: Yeah, there's a cat. Uh, uh, there's a rabbit. Um,
3: well, there used is, to be a dog. But anyway. I
1: yeah, there's still a dog, but the dog doesn't hold up. It falls over all the time. <laughs> Who gives a all
3: shit? All right, let's talk
2: about the River of Doubt. Te- uh, we remember we did we did an episode on Teddy Roosevelt before. You remember, Brandy? 2017, I think it was. We did. Well, well Teddy Roosevelt, as yeah, we mentioned that. then, lived a mm-hmm. fascinating
3: mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead. Uh, isn't uh, Teddy Roosevelt also your favorite president, wasn't he, uh, Colonel?
1: He was, and, and I'm trying to because last time people said, you know, could you warn me? So here's our warning. Here's the warning, <laughs> listeners. Bullet.
2: <Bunny! laughs> yeah, on. we got a lot of com- We got so a lot of complaints last time because the Colonel would uh, do his Teddy Roosevelt impression, but I liked it, Colonel. I really like. So by it. all means. Well, I, you right know, right. I, 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 some people don't like negative crit, uh, criticism, but I, it kind of let me lets me know people are listening. So we welcome it, don't we, yeah. Colonel?
1: We're we're like that, you know, kid in the fourth grade to get sent to the principal's office. Any attention is good attention for us, Devil. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Teddy Roosevelt lived a fascinating awesome. life. As a young man, he served. Uh, of course, he had a lot of health problems when he was a young boy, and uh, he got through those by um, oh, he did a lot of physical activities like boxing and uh, hiking. Well, I'm just I'm setting. A, what I'm the setting fuck are you reading, Brandy? Warming. And- <laughs> he's setting a scene, Read the scene.
1: He's he's weaving, he's crafting a tale. He's he's weaving a web of of uh, I'm painting a picture atmosphere here. Yeah, painting a picture. He's Timmy's the Van Gogh of literature. Devil. Oh my god. Now I'm let the him Van, Van Gogh of
2: podcast, podcasting. <laughs> you are the Van
1: Gogh podcast, Timmy. You
2: know, you know who uh, you, that's who you should re, you should name Red, Van Gogh. Because he lost his ear too. Oh, I think he Bing. Should.
1: That'd be a great name for him. But except, he's like four years old, and if I say Red, <laughs> come on, he runs right to me. So if I start saying Vincent, you know, plus by calling Vincent, you know, we live in an ignorant time. Nobody really get it. Oh no, that's true. Oh, why you call him Vinny? You know, it's like,
2: uh eh,
1: I don't want to. Maybe I'll call him Starry Starry Night, Timmy.
2: I like that. For
1: fuck's sake! God, night. bless it. <laughs> Portraits hung in empty halls.
2: But, ahead, but here's a fun it fact, it uh, Brandy. That song was about uh, it was about it was about Vincent Van Gogh. But he didn't write it or fact. perform it. He did not. The guy, oh, the uh, guy, the guy who sung uh, Am American Pie, who recorded that, wasn't he, Colonel
1: Don McLean? Yeah. <clears throat> so another fun fact Timmy.
2: Yeah.
1: Another um, fun fact. The song none of these are fun the facts. The first time ever I saw your face. The first uh-huh. time oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it wasn't that song Timmy. It was uh, <laughs> Killing Me Softly. That's killing Me fuck. Softly with this song. Kill him
2: you know that song, Devil, right? <clears throat> I never well. got that song. I mean it was like was he like a serial killer or something? I don't get yeah, it. He was just,
1: yeah, he was just killing people softly.
2: Yeah, he just did so, you know, sing to them until they committed suicide, I guess. <laughs> right.
1: That was actually written about Don McLean, who wrote American Pie.
2: Really? It was. So, it's a song about someone who writes songs, Brandy. hmm Well, that is a funny Wrap fact. your
1: mind around that, devil.
2: It's sort of like, you know, you see a, a portrait of a man painting a portrait of a man painting a portrait. You get where man. I'm Yeah.
3: None of it's like that. Tell me about this fat <laughs> well, bastard. Th- th-
2: th- let's let's not, let's not body shame about this the man. Guy? I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. did, he did have a little pouch late in later years, but come on. Teddy Roosevelt, of course, uh, had a long political career. He served in the New York Assembly. Only to walk away from uh, from his career after his wife and mother died on on the very uh, same day in the same house. This was, of course, uh, the topic of our uh, podcast: Teddy Roosevelt's uh, very bad day. You can uh, look that up if you would like a reference. Uh, look it up on iTunes. I believe it was in, we uh, released that in two thousand and seventeen. But anyway. Um. His mom and his wife died on the very same day. Uh, so, as he did with the child, when as he did as a child when he was sick, he turned to something uh, physical to kind of bury his depression. He found solace uh, in that occasion for his grief by working as a cowboy in the American West. Were you ever a cowboy, Colonel?
1: I still am a cowboy, Timmy. <clears throat> Once you're a cowboy, you're always a cowboy, Timmy. Brandy, I have brandy, I have are uh,
2: brandy. Are you attracted to uh cowboys? some I know. have
1: wrestled my share of livestock, Timmy.
2: Did and you And that wear, is a euphemism. Uh, did you wear um chaps? Me? Yeah, did you
1: wear chaps? No, when when what? I was re- no, that chaps are for the week to me i used to do a buck naked oh, i wouldn't wow. even get a saddle i get on a horse to me just buck naked no saddle i slapped a horse on the house, and i would run and i jump on a heifer and just wrestle her down to me uh, and claim her for mine why, then i that's why then i brand her <clears that's
2: <clears <throat> why the colonel that uh guys like me have always lost women to guys like you because women find that attractive, Brandy, when you uh when you uh herd cattle uh naked. Would you agree with that? Would you agree with that? Oh. No. Uh well, each to each yeah. his own. Um Because when
1: they say riding bareback, Timmy, I mean, if you got pants and chaps and everything else, are you really bareback, Timmy?
2: No, I mean, uh, why be afraid of a little? You know, uh, of you know, why be afraid of? uh, I don't know what you're afraid of. Well, I was afraid of the
1: horse stepping on it as we was riding. You know, that worried me. But I, I, you know,
2: (laughs) so you have that problem, do you? When you're you're,
1: <clears throat> well, you know, it, it, I don't want it dragging the ground. It, you know, I'd get a horse that was. They measure horse in hands to me, so i get a tall horse, you know. Uh-huh. Give me a nine hander because I don't want the thing dragging
2: the ground. <laughs> okay. Yes, Brandy. Hey. Hi. So, in fact, Hi. in fact, it was a pattern of Teddy's Head life to, to seek out danger uh, anytime he faced disappointment. So if he was a listener to this podcast, he would probably go jump off a building or something, <laughs> yeah. like most of our <laughs> listeners do. Um, after two terms as president, he was president, Brandy, twice. Um, Teddy and his young young son, Kermit, who we mentioned before, spent a year uh, chasing big game in <clears throat> Africa.
1: As now, as well. do you do you think, well, you're about to tell us that Kermit suffered from shyness and crippling anxiety, but could you imagine being Teddy Roosevelt's son, yeah. the kind of anxiety that will come? You know, because Teddy has a bad day, and you don't know what he's going to do next. And, and It's you like, you know, to... let's go find the headwaters of the Nile, you know?
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he did crazy stuff like that. And the other reason why you wouldn't want to be a son is because when you have guests over or girlfriend or whatever, you never know when he's going to scream out, Buddy! <laughs> Buddy!
1: That's a fine girl you got there, Kermit. Buddy! In
2: 1913, at the age of 24, um, oh, I'm sorry, let me tell you, You're right, Colonel. Kermit suffered from shyness and crippling anxiety. However, anytime his father requested his company, Kermit would put down whatever he was going on in his life uh, to join his father. So in a way, he kind of used the same, uh, he went through kind of the same process. When he was struggling with uh, anxiety or depression, he did what his dad did and tried to seek out uh, something very physical or very dangerous. Uh, it's kind of how they uh, dealt with their uh, problems. So, uh, as a boy, Kermit suffered from shyness and and uh, crippling anxiety, as I said. And in uh, in 1913, at the age of 24, Kermit was to marry a socialite, Belle Willard. Have you ever dated a socialite, uh, Colonel?
1: I have, Timmy. I have.
2: You actually I've have a lot of different.
3: Ch- There's, you know, <laughs> that whole yeah. west side. On the west side, we have a
1: lot of. Uh, thing over there, lot they got of, going. Uh, what are those sixteen-year-old uh-huh, uh-huh. coming-out parties, and you, we have a lot of we have a a lot of dilettantes <laughs> on the on the west side, Timmy. Yeah. Well.
3: Oh,
1: dilettantes. Or debutantes, yeah. Or debutantes. I mean, I, I once. I that's probably better. For I once dated yeah. a girl who's who came from the uh, Regina Bakery uh, family fortune.
2: Really? Yeah. Did you get free was, cookies? Uh, was...
1: Occasionally, I would, Timmy. Occasionally, I would. You know, her, her parents owned two bakeries, so you know that was that was quite the empire. <clears throat> Nobody cares.
3: Well, uh, absolutely uh, well,
2: no Brandy, It was the Gilded Age over there on the West Side as the Colonel became a young man. Mm.
1: So yes. uh, I, yes, I used to walk around in my high school yep, years, Timmy, with a, with a top hat. With a top hat.
2: I could I can see all. that, Colonel. I could see you walking God. around with a top
1: hat. I was in high society in high school, Timmy.
2: Well, I had a top hat,
1: didn't have a monocle, but you know, that was that was coming, Did that, you
2: have a walking stick?
1: No, I I well, I I did one, but I, I fashioned my own from one I found in the in the woods.
2: Oh, so recycled, um, uh, recycled walking well, stick.
1: Well, an environmentally friendly walking stick to me.
2: Did you have a carriage?
1: Even back then. Did not have a carriage to me. Did not have a carriage. But I did have a top hat.
2: So. Well, so 1913, uh, the at the age off. of 24, as I mentioned, Kermit was engaged to marry a socialite, Belle Willard. But when his mother, Edith Roosevelt, this is Teddy Roosevelt's second wife, Asked Kermit to postpone the wedding to join his father on one of his latest adventures uh, in South South America. Uh, Kermit reluctantly agreed. The truth was, Edith was concerned about her husband. He was at that point he was 55 years old. He was overweight and in uh, poor health. To top all of that, Colonel Teddy still had a bullet and was lodged in his chest. When he was campaigning for president under in the under the banner of the Bull Moose Party in 1912, and he kept he kept that uh, bullet lodged in his chest for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm.
1: And, he, and you know he finished his speech. Tim he me, did. After he did. He,
2: he was shot in the chest, and he had his speech. Mm-hmm. His speech was in his breast pocket, something like fifty pages.
3: You kept talking. Is that what it, this is about? It's a it's a podcast, it's a fascinating episode story. Is, about? is that what this is about? Well, no, we're going to have Is that an, what this uh, is about? Is that what we'll this have is a, about? we we'll have Okay, good. So we, we can get back to We'll have to, a, a let's
2: talk about the river. Episode on uh, uh Teddy's attempted assassination coming up. But uh because people love oh, the hear the colonel great. when he says, This said, is a teaser. A teaser. People love to hear the colonel when he says, Bonnet! <laughs> okay, Vomit. so um, so Edith was concerned about her husband, who was not in the best of shape. Uh, so she was worried that this time, Teddy would not come home. Uh, Kermit agreed to go on the journey to keep his father safe.
1: Okay, Mom, I'll go with him
2: so that that was my
1: kermit voice to me okay mom teddy had hoped
2: to begin i'm a
1: master of voices
2: (laughs) i you know i never i never knew what what, (laughs) (laughs) i never knew what kermit the frog i mean kermit kermit roosevelt sounded like until then colonel so
1: just like that timmy they they took that they took kermit's voice from uh and then put it on uh, on the Muppets I I didn't
2: know that did you know that Brandy yeah
1: they use the name and the voice uh it's bullshit so no
2: I go. I think he said good show I think Teddy said bully yeah and uh, Kermit would say good show so anyway (laughs) Teddy had hoped to begin serving a third term as president in 1913 um
0: To find out if it's right for you.
2: He lost, uh, you know. He split the ticket, uh, and uh, between him, Woodrow Wilson, and uh, I think I don't know who else was president then, but I think it was Taft. But anyway, yeah, uh, he lost the election, and uh, Woodrow Wilson was elected. So he was moping around in his mansion in uh, Oyster Bay are in New York. Uh, he was uh, moping around for months. Nothing worse, Colonel, than a mopey uh, Teddy Roosevelt. A uh, mopey, you,
1: grumpy Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, though.
2: you don't uh, want to be around him, really, when he's uh, when he's moping, Brandy. Now, now, if he was mopping, that would be okay because you'd have clean yeah. floors. But moping is a totally different word. It means something else, Brandy.
1: Moping, and I want listeners and Devil especially you, to listen to this. Moping is not coping.
2: I like that. I like that, Colonel.
1: (laughs) Moping is not coping.
2: So, So,
3: Colonel's Uh,
1: life advice for the day.
3: Easy, Dr. Phil. You got to
1: listen to the whole show because these little nuggets pop out at you when you're not expecting them, but they'll change your life.
2: They, really, they were yeah, like, so, like a zit. So after moping around, I think I got mopping in the script, but he might have been mopping too, in he fairness. Did, yeah, he,
1: he liked to exercise.
2: Uh, so after uh, moping around his New York home for a few months, Keddy received a letter from Argentina inviting him to conduct a series of lectures in South America. What do you think about that colonel? Do you ever get uh, letters from countries? Cuz it says here he received a letter from Argentina. So I well, didn't Well, yeah, if,
1: but I don't know if you read Argentinian.
2: I yeah, <laughs> or Spanish. Uh, not oh, okay. only not only did he accept the Jesus. offer to give a lecture, he decided to supplement uh, his speaking tour with an extended river cruise down uh two tribu- tributaries on the in the amazon now at first, it was supposed to be a leisurely cruise brandy you know he was sit on deck maybe sipping some cocktails, and every time he see a a, a crocodile right. or something he would yell he would yell
1: <laughs>
3: cro well, oh well, crack <clears throat> please stop so
2: um so yeah, he decided to go on this cruise, but um, before setting sail for uh, South America that October, October of two thousand and thirteen, uh, he contact. I mean, when 19, 1913 nineteen thirteen. I'm sorry, he, con- he
3: What? Okay, uh, be, he I contacted mean, the
2: uh, American Museum of Natural History. And recruited a pair of naturalists, and made plans to collect anima, animal specimens uh, during the expedition. Now, he recruited these naturalists, Brandy. That doesn't mean they didn't wear clothes. They they were they were scientists who who studied nature. Right. I know you got probably all excited thinking that there was going to be uh-huh. a naked Teddy Roosevelt running around. Newly involved, yes. That, that, that was not the case. Yes. Damn. Think. Uh, what do you think Teddy Roosevelt looked like when he was naked, Brandy? Uh, Probably State still State wore North that North little North hat, North. you know, that little jungle hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and TR had glasses, envisioned yeah. a journey uh, uh, that was part holiday and part a scientific endeavor. I think at Colonel, he was trying to write that off on his taxes, and that's why he, he could come up with that t- story. Probably. But on arriving yeah. in South America, he t- decided to tackle something a little more stimulating, Colonel. Your, your, your thoughts on that, Colonel? <laughs>
1: well, I think Teddy was always in search of uh, stimulation, and he could safely do it, unlike some of our lady listeners who can get overstimulated and have the oh aforementioned God. what, Timmy?
2: Uh, uh, dead Vagina Syndrome. D- That's right. DVS.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't want the it's DVS, disease. And You got to leave that cooter alone, Brandy. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> just try. Just give it a break for a I week. Would, a week.
2: I would take. Just give
1: it up DVS. for Lint.
2: We should. Uh,
1: Lint's coming up, ladies. And how about you try to do Lynn's. that?
2: Really, try I to control yourself. Because yeah. Brandy, uh, women masturbate much, much more frequently than men. Oh, well, yes, they do.
1: But, you know, Timmy, women can masturbate in a room <laughs> full of people just sitting with their legs Th-
2: That That's a little unfair, I think, Colonel.
1: It is unfair. You know, we got we to gotta go through all the, uh, you know.
2: All well, they, you know, want to do that, shit. they, uh, and you know, all along, Colonel, they're objectifying people like you and me. And
1: and I don't mind that, but I just wish they'd own it, Timmy. I just wish they'd own it.
2: Brandy, have you ever fantasized about Teddy Roosevelt? Mm,
1: once or twice. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was actually a question. That was actually a question for Brandy. But what? oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Colonel. <laughs> now, after uh, consulting with his guide, his guide was the famous Brazilian explorer Colonel.
3: Candio Rondon. Candido. Uh, Candido. Candido. We could
1: make it
3: name. together.
1: Rondon. Who sang Rondon. that song?
3: Candido. Oh, oh, Just so y'all know. No, you know Tony Rondon. Orlando Rondon. and
1: Don wrote a song <laughs> called Candida. It was. Not- Remember Candida? Oh, oh Candida. We can't make it together. You remember that song, Devil? You know, I re- you know what I remember. But is it song- candida, a yeast infection of in <laughs> the mouth? <laughs> what?
2: That's I believe thrash. it's candida fuck. too. That's, That's a scientific term, Brandy.
1: Yeah,
2: but uh, but you know, speaking of uh, Tony Orlando it's and Dawn, one one, not. why is there only? Uh, how is it that Don is the Don is two women? How do you get to skip yeah. one? That's my first question, Brandy. Why is it just named Don? Why is it Tony Orlando Don and Ellen or whatever her name was? You know what I mean, Brandy? Do you get me? <sighs> do you do no, you feel me, Brandy? No do you Netflix get it?
3: Clip. I don't feel you player. I got nothing. Well, anyway, to to
2: what the uh, fuck you're uh, about. Colonel Rondon. And, and you remember Teddy Roosevelt was also a colonel, colonel as he mm-hmm. when he uh ran up uh, San Juan Hill. Yeah, they have. He yeah. was. So anyway, is uh, is one Spanish for John? Is that is that it how is. that works? All right. So Teddy Roosevelt went up San Juan Hill, he was a colonel. And here he is going on this uh, expedition with uh, Colonel <clears throat> Rondon. And I, the, the thing I find fascinating about this, uh, Brandy, is there's two colonels there. You would you would think it, you would be safe, Colonel, if you if you're surrounded by two colonels.
1: Well, depends. Some colonels can be treacherous, Timmy.
2: Did you ever uh, did you do you ever run into Colonel Rondon at the Colonel meetings?
1: Not at the colonel meetings, Timmy. He he often didn't come. I think he bowled on those nights, Timmy.
2: <laughs> or... But it could be, too. He's dead. So, anyway, back to where we were. Um, I think so. Um, so, anyway, uh, he uh, and Colonel Rendon, and Colonel Rendon was considered the Brazilian <clears throat> Lewis and Clark. Although Lewis and Clark were two people, and Rondon, Colonel Rondon, was just one person. But he was considered the Lewis and Clark of Brazil, Brandy. Um, Okay. T.R. dropped his original itinerary and (laughs) set his sights on traveling down the very mysterious River Adoubt, a wild and winding waterway that had yet to be charted. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Now, the head of the American Museum of Natural History tried to warn uh, Teddy of the risk, but Roosevelt brushed off his concerns. And he said, this is a very uh, Roosevelt type of Teddy Roosevelt type of statement, Brandy. He said, if it's necessary for me to leave my bones in South America, I am quite ready to do so. Your thoughts on that brandy so he was willing I to know. die on this uh on this uh adventure he's saying Clearly, he would leave it is he necessary he'll that, leave own. So. he would leave his bones Taking him at south, his word south america i mean i guess he would die unless he would like remove his bones and then um, uh, i guess and then he'd just be one
3: big. Human well, I mean, rice. is it
2: possible to have your uh, <clears throat> bones removed, uh, Colonel? You're, Colonel, you're a man of science. I don't know, but that
3: that stupid little bastard on the Shriners commercial hat. Well,
1: I think there's, uh, bones, so. I, you know, you got to pay customs and pay some duty on bones. But yeah, you can get them. Bones used to be duty free. Timmy, now they now they charge you.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh,
2: you really yeah well, I mean, I way. think it's so fascinating flesh, uh, <laughs> that he was ready to leave his bones. He didn't <laughs> say he was ready to die. He just said he was willing to leave his bones there. Leave his bones there. Yeah. And it seemed to me that without your bones, you would just be like a mob of skin or something on the floor, but could you actually yeah, walk around? a human you chicken Not that.
3: that nope. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, this is ignorant as a, fuck. Like a wet
1: puddle. A Much like uh, we've seen the devil do it at, at DweebCon. Yep. Just at one time, just after how many... <clears throat> after how many happy hour. and ICs have you had, uh, devil? And the next thing you know, there's a devil on the floor in the corner, and she looks like she got no leg bones. So.
3: Well, oh, to my credit, I have never... No you've got a plant on my head.
2: No, you so. haven't. <clears throat> well, you're still <clears throat> relatively young. I, I I was being I was being generous. Relative
1: there, to what Jimmy? me? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Relative to what? So right. um anyway, uh after uh, the colonel consulted with uh Colonel Rondone, Colonel Roosevelt consulted with Colonel Rondon.
0: See like like
2: what if you yeah. were a president Cause you know how they call oh, an ex president, they still call him Mister President. So it's a current. Wouldn't you think he would be called President Roosevelt there? Because that's higher rank than a colonel,
1: right? I would colonel? think so. I would think so. If I was president, but you know, there's a certain okay. um, there's a certain mystique. To a, gravitas, a, will, a, certain, a gravitas, if you will, Brandy. A certain gravitas, right? That comes with being a colonel. So even though you've been president, no. you No no no. Keep Chuck the Chuck 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 Chuck. Yes Chuck, ma'am. Chuck Charles. Oh, I'm Charles, sorry. Go ahead. Continue
3: Timmy Timmy.
2: Go. Let Timmy, let t- Timmy so to yep, he me. Let to be Let to So along with
3: the See he
1: had some momentum going that devil.
2: The prob no, don't, the don't. problem shh, with this whole trip shh, was shh. that uh originally it was supposed to be just this leisurely cruise, right? So They brought just a ton of shit. They brought uh, uh, their own canoes, which they would later have to discard. They brought food to last them for six months. Uh, They brought, uh, like, luxuries, you know, like uh, tea. Uh, So they brought a lot of stuff that uh, they really did not.
1: They brought hookers.
2: (laughs) They brought hookers that didn't really uh you know they the original plan was to have this leisurely cruise and they would have been okay but they switched that plan uh but they still kept all of their uh supplies and stuff so they had this uh, small army of porters who would carry this the canoes and would carry this uh all this material with them um uh, and of course as i mentioned the team also included uh, Teddy's twenty-three-year-old son Kermit. He had been living in Brazil, anyway. So the, the adventures began by traveling via steamboat to the remote town of. I may I may mispronounce this, Brandy. This is my favorite thing in the whole uh, world. A small Check town. You a, to shut up. Tap upon. I don't know if that's how. Yeah. So he the was in it. They pot. had to get to. So so basically, they had to make grape this long trek into the jungle just to get to the river that no one has ever charted. Um,
1: to me, <clears throat> I don't want to be a Mr. Know It All. Uh-huh. But I spent a little bit of time in this town. <clears throat> and it's called Tapira Poon, Timmy. Tapira Poon. Tapira Poon, depending on. What i know what your mood is that day.
2: I'm going into Poon. But... I wonder if they had a Vert- yeah, Poon High School, Brandy. T H S.
1: The punas, me. They used to call them the punas.
2: Yeah, When I was in Columbia, they they had no. I got they had signs. They have signs there, like you know, you know how we have like Deer Crossing or whatever. They have uh, puma crossings signs. Puma crossings. Uh, Where was you at <clears throat> for that? Oh yeah, gotta watch out. Where did you see those, Timmy? In Columbia.
1: Oh, Columbia. They, okay, Columbia. I thought you said Columbus.
2: No, Columbus, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> that would have been. Uh, that would have been uh, really no, no need for those signs in Columbus, Ohio. I wouldn't think, but I guess you could you could run across a puma every once in a while. Know.
1: Oh, cougar. From, I wonder if you would even see the puma coming to me.
2: Know. Oh, I don't know. They're very quiet. They are. So from this small town, they embarked <laughs> on a two-month overland trek through the Amazon jungle just to reach the river down. See, I, I would have been out there. If they told me I had to trek for two months. Just walk two miles to get there? No. Yeah. I mean, Where's the I would have said I'm, I would have said I'm right out. out. I want to pull I mean, up to that. Yeah, I would say you know, count me out, guys. I'm, but of course, you know, if you get halfway, then you're kind of along for the ride because otherwise, you have to walk back by yourself. Yeah,
1: they have snakes down there.
2: Too. They have snakes. They have they have. Um, oh my gosh! Lots Cannibals? of poisonous snakes and spiders, and you can get malaria. And, and they pretty Outages? much crocodiles piranhas. You can get scurvy. Which, you know, when I was a kid, I was really worried that piranhas was going to be a big concern in my life when I got older, but I really haven't run into one yet. Yeah. Well, and that, that and uh, quicksand. Always worried about quicksand. You know, always you, worried about quicksand, because you, you never to, see it you, coming. you got to stand still. That's the trick there, Colonel. Don't try to fight it because you try to fight it, you'll go under. But Um, Even though I have this information, I have yet to run into any quicksand here in northern Kentucky, Brandy. So from there, from this little town, they had to trek uh, overland through the jungle. took him two months just to reach this river. And though still carrying a bullet in his chest from the failed assassination attempt, which we will cover in an upcoming podcast, that, uh, so he had this, still had this bullet in his chest. Um, Roosevelt uh, <laughs> immediately impressed his companions with his, because you know, they were worried about him because he's 55, he's out of shape. But uh, initially, he impressed all of his companions by his boundless stanima. Your thoughts on that? yeah your thoughts on that Brandy? i've, I've had had
1: uh and and, and and I don't like to boast timmy and I don't like to
2: kiss him, do you have boundless stamina for... i've
1: had uh I've had numerous people mention Jesus uh my stamina to me stamina it's, it's important you don't want to be huffing and puffing you know so huffing and puffing all over the port
2: you know and they hired all these natives down there you know as indigenous people to carry their uh luggage and stuff. You know what point do you say, "Oh, fuck this, and, you know we've been two months carrying this canoe for you, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, what two happened beats
1: ain't worth all this shit
2: <laughs> exactly, and that's what happened they They had to leave a lot of their supplies behind as they went through the jungle because they just couldn't you know they just couldn't um I'm getting uh, tired, yeah, they get they got they, you know if, if you've never been in a jungle, brandy, but you have to sometimes cut your way through, and that's what they did. They had to cut their way through the jungle, and at some point, you you know, they start tossing stuff aside. Well, the problem with that, it, everything was—it's like when you move, you should box things up and put a label on them. Well, they had didn't put labels on their supplies, so when they started ditching stuff in the they jungle, they didn't know what they
1: was ditching. Didn't they? they didn't
2: know what they were ditching, and that comes into play later on when they start to run out of food. So, Brandy is going to tell us all about... Has anybody seen my beef jerky? Bully! (laughs) So, Brandy, (laughs) could you please, please get on with the story? Just
1: try try to stay on topic, Brandy. Please. We've been getting some complaints about you just wandering while you're you're reading. So, if if you could stay on topic, we would appreciate that.
3: Your insolence is
1: (laughs) The devil... Ooh, that's a big word, devil. Okay.
3: So, like the Donner Party, on the whole, the expedition did not get off to a promising start. Several men were struck down by tropical illness while crossing the rugged Brazilian
2: highlands, and over half the group's pack animals had died from exhaustion. that's fucked up. Again, if I'm a pack animal... I'm not going to haul the shit through the jungle. Well, and I, at what for, point uh, do, you do you just stop? A little bit of you see that's grain commitment to
1: wheat. huh? That that's commitment when you're ready to drive yourself to the point of death from exhaustion. Because I, most I, I, animals, you, like donkeys, they would stop and say, you know, hell with this.
2: And who gets the, the credit? I mean, who gets the credit? It's Colonel Rondon and and Teddy Roosevelt. The animals, they don't get no credit. You just lie yeah. on a. Lie on a jungle floor, ever to be heard of again. Continue, Brandy.
3: By the time they had finished, the wait. I'm sorry. By the time they had finally reached the River of Doubt in February of 1914, a lack of supplies had forced Roosevelt and Rondon. So not, to out someone's getting
2: their teeth. they're getting fired now. Some in people are the getting
1: end, fired. the twenty. Yeah, they're Enron in Rondon. This thing.
2: Right. In the end,
3: in the end, the twenty-two man party that set off on the river included just three Americans: Roosevelt, Kermit, and, and again, the uh, this George is not Cherry. to say
2: George Sherry walked in the jungle naked. Brandy, yes, he, he's not that kind of naturalist. He he's a, he studies uh, wildlife.
1: Now I, I'm wondering when you got fired in this party because you're three quarters of the way through. It's gotta be a little annoying, well, they're it, out of supply, so you know you ain't getting a severance,
2: oh. and they might actually eat you well, the you other thing is, <laughs> thing is Colonel your employer is about to go down this river that no one's ever been down, no uh has ever been down, and you're you might not get you know you might not end up getting your uh getting paid for the time you put in right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we need you, I back you need what, to pay are you me up front. To sit there you know, for Apple check? Pay or something. They need yeah, to pay it. Venmo me, yeah.
1: Venmo me my money, cause I ain't, I ain't. But yeah, if they fire you, you are just screwed out there. You know. But that's a good way to. It's really a good plan if you're the boss, because then you, once you get somebody three quarters of the way to the river,
2: they're basically
1: at your mercy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, Brandy. Please try to. No, I'm going to
1: carry this the last 80 feet, and uh, you're fired. And you ain't been no damn good, so I ain't paying you.
2: But the good ones, you know, that he really appreciated. Teddy really appreciated, and he would show his appreciation by shouting, (laughs) "Bullet, Bobby, bullet!"
1: If he liked you, that's what he would call you. There was uh, if 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 he just called you, you know. Earl, you know, Earl typically is not going to be a great worker, you know, so he'd say Earl. But then if he liked you, like Bobby, who was a good worker, Bobby Bully, come on over here. Um, but, or, and, Kermit uh, and, and would, bring, and, Kermit and shout, bring, good oh. show, good show, good show, Bobby Bully.
2: Now, uh, Colonel, Brandy, Brandy has started this, you know, her, her part oh of the script. God. She's only got through two paragraphs so far.
1: I wish she could focus up De- to me. I wish I she know. could focus. Could you focus on the script devil?
3: If the re- journey to the river of doubt had been trying conditions only grew more extreme. Once Ooh. explorers were on the water as they floated down the river and dug out canoes, the men were at risk of attack by everything from alligators and piranhas hmm. to hostile native tribes. Whenever they stopped to camp on its banks, they were overwhelmed
2: by what Roosevelt called the
3: torment and menace.
2: There's nothing worse than this. You, need, you know flies. what they needed, Colonel, was one of those uh, fly uh, strips?
1: Well, uh, a bug zapper. They needed a zapper, did Yeah.
2: Yeah, because with uh without it you're at the mercy of uh, of the flies stinging flies and mosquitoes not the worst i mean you can you could almost get by if you're only dealing with mosquitoes or only dealing with stinging flies right one but or the you, other but when you have to deal with both of them it can be quite mm-hmm. maddening uh brandy
1: and it's hot down there so you can't strip down to naked
2: well just a few days
3: just a few days into the expedition, the former president had another run-in with the local wildlife when he was nearly bitten by a venomous coral snake. The creature snapped at his leg but only managed to sink its teeth into Ooh, his... Good thing leg. he was wearing uh, boots.
1: Dangerous, yeah. With each...
3: Yeah. With each bend in the river, the expedition entered new and unmatched, unmapped territories. The journey began on calm waters... But by early March, the explorers had encountered the first of what would eventually be dozens of miles. Yeah, and uh, so they in. A,
2: they started this expedition in December. So now here we are in March, and they don't know where the hell they're at.
3: <sighs>
1: All right. Well, at some point, you know what that he's left saying, left. Timmy? Mm.
2: Bullshit! bullshit <laughs> well he gets upset i mean you know if you're out on the uh-huh. river and you every so that they they went down the river and they have all these uh these uh rapids they have to get out and carry their canoes around the rapid that would get old after a while brandy
1: yeah at one point you just say fuck it let's take our chances <laughs>
2: let's okay. check in let's ch- let's check into a la quinta well, right call it a <laughs> yeah, day. Exactly. Well,
3: and so Timmy, I think you're going to have to help me out with this next sentence cuz I'm not sure what's going on. At each cataract, the men were forced to either
2: shoot the white water <laughs> in their
3: canoes, shoot through or it. They had to shoot through it. It's called... on their back. Now, well, you, Randy, a, you a cataract
2: dirtyness. is when you you're out on the river and you see rapids. Now, you can't see them if you got a cataract, right, Colonel? So you can that's see. right
1: if you're all fuzzy like that that's true. no you don't you can hear them sometimes if you got but most of the time by the time you got the cataracts your hearing shot too so you know so you just moseying on down thinking everything's gonna be fine next thing you know you're going 75 miles an hour in a dugout canoe and then you find yourself wrapped around the stump of a tree Well, piranhas chewing on your feet, and
2: well, and that's why you should never go on an an expedition like this if you have cataracts. You should get the laser surgery done. Prior, (laughs)
1: you should prior to it, Mm -hmm. or at least get you. But they they hired all the they'd fired all the good young guides or eaten them, whatever they did.
3: Yeah. So now everybody has cataracts. Sure. So they were shooting through these whitewater rapids in these little dugout canoes. Their progress slowed to a plodding seven miles per day, and they had to repeatedly stop and build new canoes after well, several weeks. Right. So you know, remember I told you the they crawling. brought all
2: these fancy canoes? <clears throat> they ended up having to ditch those and build their own. Yeah. They had, so they had these dugout <clears throat> canoes, and the water is just like, on, you know, Teddy Roosevelt had, you know, we mentioned he was overweight and the water was like right up on the on the, on the boat on the side of the boat, it only had like an inch above the water now
1: i'm i'm gonna Jesus. i I feel a little shame here because applauding seven miles per day timmy well Timmy, I know you walk like i walk you walk like through Moses in the desert, but me and the devil here, when's the last time you put in seven miles of walking in a day, uh-huh. devil? I got a Fitbit. I can't remember the last time it's hit seven miles.
2: Yeah, but I mean, so, when you got... I think they had to go like uh, 600 miles. So it's going to take you a while to get there if you're only... You know, if you only... Well, no, I feel like
3: seven miles a day... Well,
1: yeah, I, I feel like we'd, we'd sit at the end of the day and Just be saying. high-fiving each other around the Mosquito Fire. Well, I like,
2: would God like damn, to say... we got seven exactly.
1: miles in today.
2: I... I I admire both of you, but I would not recommend either of you um, going on a journey such as this.
3: Uh, I I, I believe,
0: (laughs) you know, the
1: devil goes down to a a, a escape cabin and it's, you know, it's it's
2: several hundred yards.
1: Primitive. Right. When you say primitive, it's much like, you know, there's things down there that could get you mosquitoes. You got mosquitoes down there, don't you, devil? Oh, yeah. You, you know, I have to there. say,
2: Brandy, uh, Colonel and I are concerned about you making these trips to the cabin because it's almost like you're courting a serial killer. You're courting <laughs> a serial killer. I'm courting what? Because. Is it, cause oh, I'm
3: courting when, a serial you killer.
2: You know what happens in the movies when you got two women alone in a cabin? You know they're going to die. So the Colonel and I are concerned you're setting yourself up. To be brutally uh, murdered.
1: <laughs> Speaking of going to the cabin, Devil, how is uh, Stephanie? A dog. Is she doing all right?
3: She's wonderful. She's wonderful. She's always wonderful. I actually, New Year's Eve, I had okay, a with Okay,
1: I, I was under the understanding and that she may end. have been ill, so uh, I'm glad. She was ill?
3: She, she was recovered. ill. She Okay. She was yeah. ill. Mm-hmm. She was ill. And she's still ill, but she's doing... The Colonel uh, Colonel
2: probably never heard of the HIPAA regulations, Brandy, but I I will say... I was uh, was was
1: going in generalities. I was going in generalities. I didn't (laughs) speak to... uh,
2: Stephanie is wonderful, but I don't know how you guys became friends, because she's wonderful. Is it like a battery, you think, Colonel, where you have the... You know, the I, where you current. have the positive and the yeah. negative And the yeah. two
1: different yeah, alternating currents I think it's more of um, You know The people who take on Like a, people drive down the street And they'll see a house kind of all broken down And they'll think I see the potential here For a, wonder, for a uh, wonderful house so And I think that Stephanie Must have been driving by You know they was in school and she met the devil And she thought
0: mm, I can change her
1: I can change her, Timmy. I could, I can take my goodness and live my life, and maybe she'll see some examples. And you know, clearly she's failed, but she's still a wonderful person.
2: She is. <clears throat> I love yeah. that you guys think all Stephanie this is a, a wonderful person, and uh, we're just so concerned happy. that you're going to get her murdered by taking her down to that cabin. Not gonna. Get yeah, I'm
1: murder. putting my oh, money on Stephanie, murdered. and uh, if. If you if you just threw a line of men, Ted Bundy, Ed Gein, you know, Albert Jeffrey Fitch, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer knocking on the door of that cabin. I, I John mean, Wayne Gacy. I believe that John Wayne Gacy, I believe you'd have corpses piling up in the backyard of serial killers to me.
2: Well, Brandy, have, when you're down there and uh, you guys are alone and you hear a knock at the door. Having pillow fights. Having yeah, pillow fights. Having pillow fights. And you hear a knock at the door. If they say DoorDash, <laughs> and you it's, have an prob- it's it? probably John Wayne Gacy.
3: Probably, I mean, I'm, I am constantly on the lookout. We want we
2: want Stephanie to be
1: don't prepared. answer the door if sell sell they say Candygram,
2: devil. Yeah, yeah.
1: Never answer if they say Candygram.
2: <laughs> 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 Tupperware. um Yeah, anyone who is under the age of seventy-five it. would not get that a- joke. A- but A-Von. okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Avon. Alright, so um on March fifteenth, Kermit's canoe was sucked into a whirlpool <clears throat> and sent tumbling over a waterfall.
1: Oh no He and a companion managed to
3: swim to shore, but a third man a third man, a Brazilian Named Which Simplicio? See, I, 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 I don't I know that you.
2: that, uh, that uh, name is uh, is a uh, a positive. You know, I don't think... <laughs> it's
1: not it's not one that inspires confidence. And in translated to American, it's called yeah. Edmund it is Simpleton, not yeah. Um, yeah, jackass. So yeah, you don't yeah. want Simpleton leading the uh, you don't you want to charge into yeah.
2: You don't want Simpleton in your boat if you're uh, running. Rapids, but yeah, but
3: now now there's and, a chance and, of that and just the dead. point I don't so,
2: think it's mentioned here in on. the script, but uh, Colonel Rendon, Colonel Rendon, probably not Colonel I mean, Rendon had insisted that you know they portage every time they come with uh, come to a uh, uh, rapid, and uh, Kermit he wanted to get home. Remember, he's engaged. He wanted to you know get this show on the road uh, when. When Colonel Rendon had done, went, went uh, on a journey to kind of scout ahead, uh, Kermit says, fuck it, I'm going to just ride these rapids. And uh, that, that um, decision uh, cost the life of uh, uh, Simplico.
1: One Simpleton.
2: And uh, Rendon was a little pissed at him because, it, you know, it's still Rendon, <clears throat> he was in charge.
1: Uh, Kermit said, Kermit right. just said, Timmy. Fuck okay. it. I'm going to try the rapids.
2: Good show. Good show. Two thirds of us made it. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirds right. of us survived. Good show. Mm hmm. Huh. All right.
3: Back so, to the script, devil. That's your cue. Uh, the, ni- the 19 remaining explorers continued downriver. But they're scientific expedition <laughs> and, and, and they, fight for survival. They got, they got, they ad- started getting pissed yes, at they, they,
2: Rendon because they're running out of supplies. They're in this jungle. It's you know a uh, hundred, hundred degrees. They're sweaty. They're tired. They're battling uh, insects, and uh, this uh, Rendon, he's he's on this mission because he has a job to do. He is supposed to chart a river, and. Um, you know so that they can you know make a map but uh, so he's slow uh, he's doing all this every time he stops he has to every time they uh, go through a rapid or something he has to stop and survey so I guess you that would be a little uh, aggravating when you think brandy uh be waiting to wanting to get at, you know down the river and get yeah. home while this guy is out surveying every you know every hundred yards or so right so, uh,
3: let's see, the, their clothes were reduced to rags, and they headed off starvation only by catching fish and scrounging for hearts of palm. Roosevelt, once among the team's strongest members, became delirious from fever and infection. He repeatedly demanded to be left alone in the jungle to die. But
2: hey, are you okay there, Colonel? No, out. that's what
1: he was doing. Oh,
2: God. Bully. God, He, he was gross. sick.
1: He couldn't just go through the bully. His normal bully. He big
2: That's how you know. That's how they knew burly. that. Uh, yeah, that's how they that knew he was, he sick. was sick because uh, his bully was much, much more subdued.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Kermit yeah. refused. To I mean, read. okay. There were there were a many good days. A good many mornings, when I looked at Colonel Roosevelt and said to myself, "He won't be with us tonight," naturalist George Cherry later remembered, and I would say the same in the evening. He can't possibly leave yeah. till I
2: morning. I mean, you know, Teddy uh, Roosevelt eventually would. You, lost would a you leave your? Let's weight. say you and your mother was in the Amazon jungle, Brandy, and uh, she was not feeling well, uh, but you could get out. Would you leave your mom in the Amazon jungle? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I I kinda thought that would be the response. <laughs>
3: yeah, no. Alice has gotta Alice has gotta keep up or, or you gotta shut that right. shit down. Uh so so Teddy lost a quarter of his body weight, but he stubbornly held on and even endured emergency leg surgery on the riverbank as the former president languished in his canoe. Rondon led the explorers into waters closer to civilization. With the aid of local people, Brazilian pioneers who lived in the jungle and, and harvested rubber, the men acquired new canoes and traversed the last few sections of rapids. Finally, on April 26, the team sighted a relief <clears throat> party that Rondon had previously ordered to meet them at the confluence of the River of Doubt. And the whatever the fuck river that is, yeah, I think it's right, right, right there. The Arapeuana. Your Portuguese is, is pretty good, Brandon.
1: Aripuania, okay, sweet. It's the Aripuanya. Hey. I, I spent a little time down there. The Aripuania. You, you been, know the water. The water. water months, the
2: water going down the drain goes in the hundreds. opposite direction than it does here. Well, maybe there does. too. I
3: thought that was in Australia.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> it has to do so, with the equator, devil.
3: So you got rubber farmers. Yeah. yeah, so you got some rubber farmers, and they get down the river, and they'd reach the finish line, and threw, I, and those still sick. Tegers I don't think you really p- uh, a painted
2: a picture of what they went through, Brandy. They were out of supplies. They were lost in the jungle. Um, uh, well, but, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, your script.
3: So if it's there, well, if it had, had you, in the script, had I would have been able to convey that you better. you
2: done some research, you would know that they – they were all near death by the time they reach, uh, and they and they didn't they didn't know they I didn't know where, that. you know, when this river ended. I mean, they could have just been canoeing down. I know, uh, forever. Yeah, exactly, forever. So, uh,
3: so he beamed with pride, and in typical stoic fashion, he dashed off a telegram to the Brazilian government, in which he called the nightmarish expedition. A hard and somewhat dangerous but very successful trip. Roosevelt received medical attention once the group reached civilization, and by the time he returned to New York in May of 1914, he had grown strong enough to walk down his ship's gangplank and greet a crowd of admirers. A few critics tried to dispute his claim that the expedition had put upon the map a river nearly 1500 Kilometers in length, but he later won over most of the skeptics during an extended. Now, men
1: don't lie about length, devil. <clears throat> they, if they say it's fifteen hundred kilometers, right. yeah. it's fifteen hundred kilometers. Yeah. So,
3: well, I mean, if they're not talking <laughs> in inches, maybe they. Well,
1: it, let me let me tell you how this all wraps up here. Okay. In nineteen twenty-six, meanwhile, another Great. group of explorers repeated the river journey and confirmed everything the Roosevelt Rondon Expeditions geographical findings had said. Now by then the Brazilians had given the river of doubt a new name the Roosevelt River. They named a the whole goddamn river
2: after. Yeah you. and they, they named a, a, a little, <clears throat> uh, another little river on that uh, journey uh, Kermit River. The but Kermit River. The, h- yeah, here's the, the thing Steam. Randy I mean Teddy Teddy is you know it's near crazy. death. He's in his canoe, and they're you know they're carrying him. They're doing emergency surgery and all that on him, and then he gets the river named after him. What about Simplicio or whatever that guy's name was, Simpleton?
1: Yeah.
3: Well, nobody could spell his name. I'm well, just well, saying, and
1: you know this this sounds much like Deliverance. It does. It sounds much like deliverance to me.
2: You almost—I can almost hear the banjos playing in the distance.
1: Mm-hmm. And Teddy walking up to oh, so you got out. My, well, never mind. Well, anyway, Teddy Roosevelt would remember his time in Amazon as one of his greatest adventures, but it was also his last. His stint in the jungle had taken its toll, Timmy. Oh no! But for the rest of his days. He was plagued by a collection of ailments, called his old Brazilian trouble. Now the venerable bull moose, and you know, to me, here's the shame. From then on, he could only say Bone! in a in a very in subdued, a, very subdued, yeah. very subdued whisper, What? He just didn't have the heart for it anymore, Timmy. But you know what he tried to do? He stayed active, and he even attempted to volunteer for World War I.
2: Yeah, he would have been almost 60 at that point.
1: Yep. Now, he finally died in his sleep at the age of 60, which is, you know, relatively young when you're, you know, a 58-year-old man telling this story. So Edith <laughs> Roosevelt later <laughs> claimed that T.R.'s journey down the River of Doubt had wrecked the former president's health and took at least ten years off his natural life. So see,
2: Brandy. Next time you go thinking you're going to go down an uh, uh, Amazon River,
1: remember mm-hmm. that.
2: Remember that, Brandy. Yeah. We don't I, want yeah, any of our listeners to uh, to take a journey like that.
1: It has proven to be an effective weight loss method, Tim. Yeah, yeah I was. So, you know, maybe maybe there's something he, in this. But did I he know. keep
2: it off? I mean.
1: I don't know. I don't know if he had time to gain it. He died so damn soon. I bet he did. Well, didn't. Kermit served honorably in both the First and Second World Wars, despite his anxiety. But by this time, I think Kermit had probably conquered his anxiety <clears throat> because he, you know, he'd seen some shit. Uh. So. But Kermit also had lingering effects for years. He suffered from a resurgence of malaria now ma- malaria is the uh is basically the the herpes of uh of you know diseases and it it will flare back up on you you think you're cured and then all of a sudden you're you know out of the jungle you're in New York city, you're walking down the street, and malaria will come back on you.
2: I was so, in Thailand once, and I I, I got the flu, and uh, it came like a, a few days after I went into a uh, we did a jungle type of trek, and mm-hmm. I I swore I thought I had malaria. I thought, oh shit, this is going to take me out. But ended up just being the flu. So that's like, that, my that point team. here, Brandy is. Don't fear malaria. It might just be the flu
1: It could be the flu But if it's malaria It will come back on you Yes it does Um, But it was Depression that took its toll on Kermit After his father's death He began to drink more and more And more frequently (laughs) Drink more And more frequently To deal with his crippling anxiety
2: Yeah, so he he, he used it uh, to calm his uh, anxiety. But as we know, well, as Brandy well knows, drinking uh, does not solve your problems, Colonel. It just makes them worse.
1: No, we know that. I'm not sure that really the devil has learned that yet, but um, she will. There will be a rock bottom time for the devil. So in the 1940s, Kermit's wife enlisted with the help of his cousin, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Who was actually um, um, now Franklin? Will, maybe we'll tell his story later on about going down to the uh, the river of skepticism. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. And was a... it ended up, yeah. Well, you had the river of doubt, the river of skepticism. Uh-huh. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt tried to take that one on, and uh, and he ended up crippled. Timmy uh-huh. ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah,
2: so, let that be let that be a lesson to you, Brandy.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes. She he ordered the FBI to track Kermit down, and he was brought back to his family.
2: Wouldn't you love That's to have to that power, FBI. Wouldn't you yeah. love to have that power just to, you know, order the FBI to, you know, take care of your personal problems?
1: It would be. It would be nice. Yeah. Well, and. April 1942, his brother Archibald sought to have him committed to a sanitarium for a year. And at month's end, he agreed they compromised to a four-month stay.
2: I think Archibald was just jealous because of his name. Because wouldn't you mm -hmm. rather be named Kermit than Archibald? Oh, yeah.
1: He got the best name. He got the Mm -hmm. best name out of all of them. But the president gave him a commission as a major in the United States Army and then had him transferred to and posted to Fort Richardson, Alaska where he could see Russia from his front porch. <laughs> um,
0: and there where he worked
1: as an intelligence officer and helped establish a territorial, territorial militia of Eskimos.
2: You don't want to fuck with Eskimos, Brandy. No, you don't. No, That's you don't. That's the last sort of a militia you want to see as much of it. Well, because they have all that blubber. They get them wells, and and they have blubber. and uh, mm-hmm. You don't want to mess with them.
1: Now here's my thing, D- Timmy Devil. Do you know what an Eskimo pie is? Yeah. It's it's the frozen ice cream uh, confectionery thing, uh, covered with chocolate, vanilla icing, or ice cream inside. You know that, right, Devil? Eskimo pie. I, I uh, Eskimo TV. pie, the ice cream. Yeah, Eskimo I pie said Eskimo pie around the house with the boys yeah, here. They good. had no idea what I was talking about. Oh really? Yeah, they did they, not know what an Eskimo pie was.
2: Well, they, it's, well, it, it's, it's not their fault. They never uh, spent uh, time in the Arctic like uh, like you, Colonel.
1: No, they haven't. And and, and I'm wondering, Timmy, in, in these woke times of wind, is, is Eskimo a slur? I don't. Am I going to get email so. on this? I
2: don't saying think Eskimo. so. But if it is, we okay. apologize. But I we I, don't, apologize I don't think it. I I, mean, I don't think uh, it's a. I don't think it's a slur.
1: Epitaph. Well, Kermit enjoyed himself for about two days up in Alaska. Uh, but then he died in on June 4th in his room at Fort Richardson from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He was 53 years old. So Kermit's ca- story had a sad ending. ending um, and it was probably... You know, you get up in there. he may have had that, that, uh, that sad. You know, it was June in Alaska. You used to being warm, but it's you know twenty-four hours of darkness and. And he just missed the in. day
2: by a year and two days. He did because he died yeah. on June fourth, nineteen forty-three. Yeah, but uh, you know it's- the thing is when you when you shoot yourself in the head, that's a mess that someone's going to have to clean up.
1: It is. You really shouldn't do it in your room. You should walk out into the woods, uh, do something like that. But doing it in your room creates a uh, creates.
2: Or, or on problems. an
1: iceberg. On an iceberg, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, with the global warming, to me, it's hard to find an iceberg anyway.
2: Well, I know. I mean, I haven't seen an iceberg uh, uh, go by my house in quite some time.
1: Right. I mean, think the Titanic could be completely safe today.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. Oh, good, good point. So, uh, basically, you're saying there's some positive things about...
1: There's uh, an upside to global warming. Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: So, we would like to thank all of our wonderful listeners who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs. It's all one word where you can uh, give a little, you can give a lot, or Colonel...
1: Just a wee little bit to me.
2: So, thank Brilliant. you all so much. And um, I guess that's it, Brandy. What's your final thoughts on Teddy Roosevelt and the river of doubt? Uh, he named his character,
3: so that makes me happy.
2: <laughs> Colonel, your final thoughts on the river of doubt? Bully, Timmy. Bullet. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank oh. you for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Have a good day.